This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I got an amazing product for my kings and queens who love some cannabis. I enjoy the occasional joint once in a while. And if you want to maintain the flower that you're buying, this is the product for you. Integra Specialty Products brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging with two-way humidity control packs. Ensure the freshness, potency, and quality of your cannabis with Boost plant-based solutions that only puts in pure water vapor into your dried-out buds. It's ideal for flower, pre-rolls, and edibles. They offer a harmonious balance of convenience and freshness. For more information, check them out at www.integra.com boost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code LOWLIFE at checkout for 15% off your next purchase online at www.integraboost.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno, mis amigos. Welcome one and all to a brand spanking new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your flaming hot and spicy, seasonally depressed, white wine drinking, talky finger licking, iced coffee sipping, edible loving, hot mess of a host, Lorenzo von Rumpf. And I am so happy to be here with you today. There is no place I'd rather be than right here in this very moment with you. I'm so thankful to be here. This is where I can let it all hang out, wave my freak flag. Oh, this is my safe space. I hope you're having a great day, a beautiful week so far. But if you're feeling a bit off right now, if life feels heavy for you, if you're feeling stressed out, you're anxious, you're depressed right now, or you're just in a bit of a rut, don't you worry, boo-boo. Don't you fret. You have come to the right place. You are here for a reason. And we're about to turn that frown upside down. we got a great show in store for you today. Oh, I'm so excited for this guest. She is sunshine in human form. This episode will feel like a shot of dopamine for the soul. Serotonin for the ass cheek, baby. We are taking care of you today. We will not be disappointing you. We have some laughs. You'll be leaving with a smile with this episode. Before we get into this week's very special guest, let's talk about mental health. Nobody asked, but my mental health score this week, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being bottom of the barrel, feeling like complete shit, 10 is on cloud 9, euphoric bliss on top of the world. Definitely not a 10. I'm not a 1 either. I'm going to rate my mental health this week a solid 7.7. I'm feeling okay. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. (laughs) Better days. It's a bit of a dip from last week. Here's the thing. I had the Emmys. I've had a lot of award shows happening. I've been working my ass off and I'm exhausted. But I've also come to the realization that when it comes to my job, styling, I'm on other people's time. I'm taking care of my clients, making sure they're ready. They look great. I don't want to disappoint them. I can't let them down. And so I'm forced to be proactive and get shit done. So I don't disappoint my client who's paying a lot of money for me to style them. When it comes to my own personal life, though, shit that I have to get done for myself, I'll have a long laundry list of things to do. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but this is something that I'm dealing with right now. I'll have so much shit to do. I will make a list of everything, and I become anxious and so overwhelmed by the list that I actually become like paralyzed. Like, <laughs> like 
I don't get any of it done because I'm so overwhelmed. But then I go into a downward spiral because I'm like, I have so much that I needed to get done. And I made the list. And what I do for my clients, why can't I do that for myself? And it's crazy because I'll have the time to do the things that I need to do, but I won't do any of it. And I'll end up just having a day bed rotting. And then I feel terrible about it. I'm like, oh God, I didn't get anything done. I start beating myself up and just the negative self-talk starts. And so I've noticed this has happened with me. This could become a pattern very easily. It's very common for people who have ADHD. And so you can become paralyzed in a way, not like my muscles are tensing up Christopher Reeve style. Like I'm not actually physically paralyzed, just emotionally paralyzed. Like I'm not getting the stuff that I need to get done, done. I'm not accomplishing tasks. And so when that happens, instead of beating myself up, I've been actually working on this. And my therapist helped, the queen, my mama, she also had some great pointers. But there are a few things that you could do if you are in a bit of a rut and you find yourself just bed rotting when you have so much to get done. And so the first thing that has been a game changer for me in those moments when it's hard for me to even get out of bed may sound very simple to you, but it is highly beneficial. I'm talking about a shower, the power of a shower. Even if you already took a shower, let's say the night before, and you have a day filled with shit that you want to accomplish, things that you want to get done, take a shower and I promise you it's a game changer. And I'm not just making shit up. You know, I always want to back up what I'm saying with some research. I always have to look for answers here. I'm never just going to throw shit on the wall to see what sticks on the Low Life podcast. There is actual empirical data that shows when you do shower, it is really good for you mentally. It actually helps in decreasing anxiety and depression and is almost like very renewing for the body. It's a good restart for your nervous system. And it will actually help in you having the right mindset to get things done for the day, like getting into action mode, taking a shower. There is power in a shower. And so that was me yesterday. I had to take a shower and like just wake myself up a bit, even though it was like 1130 and I had showered at seven in the morning and I still wasn't a bit of a funk. So I was like, you know what? This seems crazy to me, but fuck it. I'm going to take another shower. And it ended up being a game changer. And I got more stuff done. Now, not a ton of stuff, but I definitely made a dent on the list. That's the other thing. Also, making a list is very helpful. And I put everything on that list from taking a shower to texting people back. I write everything out because my favorite thing to do is cross things off the list. It's very gratifying. There's just something about crossing things off of a list of tasks of shit you have to get done. It feels really good. And so even if it is the most mundane things that I'm crossing off the list, they're important to me and it feels good. And so that's one thing that helps too, is making a list, taking a shower, the power of a shower, and also keeping a list of things that you have to get done and putting everything on that list, even things like brushing your teeth. <laughs> also, another little trick that I've learned that helps me to accomplish things when I have no motivation to do it is to do a countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, all the way, 3, 2, 1. Do that countdown, say it out loud and say, by the time it hits one, I'm going to make sure I'm out of this bed, or I'm going to make sure that I send that email or get whatever you need to get done on that list done. Saying that countdown out loud to yourself actually sends a signal to your brain like, oh, we got to go. There's something about it. A countdown, five, four, three, two, one, let's hit it. Also setting timers for myself. I'm going to allow for 10 minutes for me to respond to these text messages, phone calls, and emails. 10 minutes for me to just make a dent in that. I'm only going to allot 10 minutes for this. 
20 minutes I'm only going to allot for doing laundry and cleaning up the kitchen. 20 minutes for that or whatever it could be. But I love to set timers for myself to get shit done because that stops me from procrastinating. That also stops me from thinking of the big picture of like, oh, I have so much to do. That's going to take me hours to get that done. It's going to take me over five hours to detail my place. Well, now I'm only going to do 20 minutes for the kitchen and 15 minutes for laundry. And then I end up finishing maybe a little bit sooner than I expected. I'm like, oh shit. Or before I know it, 20 minutes was actually like 40 minutes, but I got into the flow of doing it that I wasn't even paying attention. And so I'm still able to get things done. And so giving yourself a countdown and setting a timer has been a game changer when it comes to procrastination. And I feel like we all suffer from procrastination. We all end up bed rotting at times where it's hard to even get out of bed and get shit done. And so if you're in that position, if you're dealing with that right now, That is definitely something that has helped me, and hopefully it will help you as well. Give it a chance. Try it out. I guarantee you will notice a difference. All right, let's get into this week's episode. It is part two of the conversation with Haley Fitzgerald. little backstory on Haley Fitzgerald. I met her years ago. She's a dancer, a choreographer. She's a comedian. She's an actress. She is, in every sense of the word, an artist. When her and I met, it was an instant connection. Right away, I knew I was going to be friends with her for a very long time, and I felt very safe with her. I opened up with her, which I typically don't trust people right out the gate like that, but there was something very special about Haley, and I felt like I've known her for years. It was an instant, soulful connection, and there's so much depth to Haley. Her and I have swam in the depths of an ocean when it comes to opening ourselves up and talking about our hopes, our dreams, our fears, things that are holding us back. We've trauma bonded before. And so she has a very special place in my heart and I absolutely adore this human being. And so last week she was here and we were talking about the ins for 2024. What is in? What's hot? This is the tastemaker episode. And so (laughs) this week we are continuing the conversation, but we're talking about the outs. Now, these are some controversial opinions, controversial but brave statements, and I'm sure you're not going to agree with everything that we're saying, and that's okay. You don't have to agree with everything. These are just opinions, but that's what's so great about conversations with Haley Fitzgerald. She is our people because she is unhinged, she is uncensored, and she is unapologetically herself. She's very authentic, and that's the way I try to live my life as well, and so you're in for a treat with this episode is what I'm getting at. We talk about everything from the royal family in Buckingham Palace to social media and how it could rot your mental health. (laughs) We also talk about Haley's experience working on the Mean Girls movie. So the Mean Girls movie just came out. It's a musical. Uh, Tina Fey wrote it. And Haley was very hands-on with the choreography. And she was living in New York. So we talk about her experience working with one of her idols, someone she has been inspired by, someone I love as well, Tina Fey, comedic genius. She's been in the game for years And her work speaks for itself. If you haven't seen 30 Rock, oh my God, go treat yourself. Tina Fey's been in so many movies. Love her. And so she got to work very closely with Tina Fey. They became friends on set. And so she shares her experience, what that was like. I was like, that's so cool. How exciting for her. And so we dive into the Mean Girls musical and her experience with that. And we also share some takeaways that we have going into the new year, some takeaways for 2024, what we're going to be doing for ourselves, what we're not going to be doing, what we're not going to be putting up with anymore going into 2024. And so this is an episode that will definitely put a smile on your face. You'll definitely laugh with this one. And there's some great takeaways too. There's some depth. There's some meat to this episode. It's not just a fluff piece. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's very special conversation with Queen Haley Fitzgerald. Hit it.
All right, so we are back here. Ew. 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 <laughs> back here at Nailed the podcast it. for mm-hmm. you. We mm-hmm. had a long conversation. Haley and I cannot stop. We can't stop talking. Talking. Can't Ever. stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. And so we're back here with more conversation with you. We're going to be covering the ins and outs, continuing the ins and outs of yeah, 2024. Baby. This is the tastemaker list. Okay. This is the shit oh my that God. will make. This list will make or break your fucking life. Yeah. So buckle up. Yeah. You're in for a ride. I'm scared. I'm a little scared too. <laughs> let's get into it. Let's go. All right. Let's talk about the outs. Okay. These are the the things that are out right. for the new year. By the way, these are just opinions. Right. People are, these are controversial opinions. Well, my first one is wiping ass back to front. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wiping ass What's the back to front? Back is... Back is your back. Back... To the front is your front. Who the f*** does that? I don't know, but they're out if they do it. Let me tell you. People, I don't know it was the first thing that popped in the There back. are people that do that? <laughs> I bet there are. There has Probably. to be. Probably. That is so nasty. Ooh. If you wipe your ass back to front, from your back to your front, how are you even... Probably got a lot a of UTIs human, if you're a lady. Yeah, I was going to say... Big out though, am I right? That's a big out for me too. I agree with that one. Mm -hmm. Out for me, the royal family. Out. King Charles, adios. Camilla Parker Bowles, Mm -hmm. adios to Mm -hmm. her too. Princess Diana, we've already lost a queen. Love that bitch. I'm over Harry. I'm over William and Kate. Loved her wedding dress. Didn't love Meghan Markle's unpopular opinion. Her wedding Mm. dress was not cute. I'm saying it. Love Meghan Markle. Love a queen from Inglewood, but I do not love her dress. Everybody, is she from Inglewood? She's from the hood. Yeah, she's from LA. Inglewood, I, I believe. I or Compton. Or Canoga Park. I've heard all three, but I know she's from Los Angeles. She's a Los Angeles native. Yeah, yeah. Get off. Hey, yo. Hell. Yeah. Get it, Megan Markle. That's right. And okay. so Royal Family is out. I feel like the people who are still into it are like old Brits. Like, what's his name? P.S. Morgan. You know, the political commentator. Bitch, I don't I, I don't know what's going on. There are people the that still love the royal family, but they are literal figureheads. It's like Mickey Mouse Club here. We got Mickey and Minnie Mouse. They do nothing. They oh, offer nothing to society. Except I do too, but not if they're literally taking money from taxpayers, funding a lifestyle, billions of dollars into this family. It's a joke. They're founded on slavery. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Bye, royal family systemic racism, and a lot of other dark shit, and they're all inbred. It's just weird. Yuck. Prince Andrew is f***ing minors and was involved with Epstein. Ew. I see. There's I didn't know so all much that. dark shit that's happened in that family. I'm sure their bloodline, they can do whatever the f*** they want. A twisted bloodline. And so I'm just over the royal family. I but I do that. love the crown. Mm. Love the crown. So you know what? The crown is in. We. You know what? I. The royal family's still in. <laughs> all right. Because I... <laughs> After you all know, of that, I changed my mind. You know what? No, love the crown. I love it's them so such much. a good series. It's so good, and it is a fascinating family. Mm-hmm. And so I, you haven't watched it. I didn't know shit about the royal the family. New, I haven't watched the new one. Oh, it's good because we're getting into Princess Diana's mm-hmm. era, which is something we would relate to because it's the nineties, and yeah. I'm in my Lady Di era right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm in my revenge dress. Give it to me. Yeah. What's an out for you? Oh, I put. Shallow people who don't know how to have deep conversations. Yeah, small talk. Aussies. Small talk, shallow conversations. Also like fear of having deep conversations. Those people do exist. Because they don't have opinions. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're out. I love them, but 
Not my life. I need some depth. I need depth. I completely agree. I'm done with shallow conversations. I'm over here wanting to swim in the depths of the ocean. I don't want to splash in your puddle. No. You can't give me depth. We out. Yeah. I don't mind a surface level conversation once in a while though. Once in a while. How you doing? Elevator talk? Yeah. Well, you also don't need to be like, how you doing? I then like going into this whole entire in-depth thing. That's fucking weird. Don't do that. That's out too. Like if someone says, hey, how are you? You can just be like, yeah, yeah. Not great, but doing good. How are you? Hanging in there. You don't have to be like, well, my pet squirrel died last week and I'm going through a big, big down spiral. Oh, yeah. Also, if you have a pet squirrel, kind of hit me up because that's pretty dope. I don't mind that. Yeah. I'm I'm going to put in the same category as out, trauma dumping. Ooh. Out. Trauma dumping, like it's one thing to vent. It's another thing to dump trauma. And by yeah. the way, we're equal opportunity offenders. We're both... <laughs> Taking shits on each other with trauma. Because we both open up to one another. So it feels very reciprocated and mutual. And so no, trauma dumpers literally just let me get this out of my system, unleash on you, and then go off with my life. And I'm stuck feeling that for you for the next week. Yeah, no. That's not what you're doing. No. Um, Out for me, cruises. Cruises. Never been on a cruise. Don't plan on doing it. After I watched this documentary, how nasty cruises are. Everybody gets sick. It's awful. People love them. Influencers uh-uh. are all about that cruise life. Also, have you guys heard of Titanic? Like, no thanks. No, thank you. Okay, mm-hmm. out for me, 2024. Okay. Whole milk. Get it away from me. Get that utter milk away. I think anyone that goes, hey, you know it's in in 2024? Whole milk. Oh, they're out there. They're serial killers. <laughs> they're straight up serial killers. I'm not into whole milk. No. But I am into, which is, again, unpopular opinion. It's, I believe, made with whole milk. I'm into good old-fashioned butter, baby. And a very specific kind. Kerrygold butter is in. In. I love butter, but whole milk is out. I just don't like it. It makes me... I'm lactose intolerant, too, so I have a bit of a bias. I feel that. I feel that. I also grew up around farms, and you just squirt that shit out and (gasps) put it in the... It's actually... Like, I used to love whole milk. used to love it. And then I watched a documentary... (laughs) Uh-huh. About cows. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never drinking milk again. There's like pus. That <clears throat> There's like a certain amount of pus that's yeah. allowed in. Good old utter pus. But I'm still going to eat butter and. I do love butter. Put milk butter. and cookies. Oh, and if you are wanting to make the best Rice Krispies ever. Oh. I'm a Rice Krispie connoisseur. I love a good Rice Krispie. I, I love a good Rice Krispie. Uh, the best butter to use is Kerrygold butter to make Rice oh, Krispies. God. That butter is so damn good. It's a little pricier though. It it's is. It's a higher price point, but it's really good. It's worth it though. It is. What's an out for you? Next one, baby. Narcissist. Amen. <laughs> they are out They're for the out next there. five years and they're out in full swing. <laughs> yeah. We have both had our experiences Oof. with narcissists Oof. currently. Yeah. I'm I'm getting out of something that was a narcissistic Same-sies. thing. Samesies. And I do like I brought this up also because if anyone's listening and it's really kind of hard to realize that you're in a narcissistic relationship. That you're going through narcissistic abuse. Yes. Truly. I yes. It was something I didn't realize either. Yeah. It's and, very painful. And it, but it's also like really comforting to get in that moment and go, oh my God, this person is a narcissist. I can put a label on it and I can learn why I got fucked up through this relationship and how I can fix it and setting boundaries and all that shit. It's a very important out. That's like a serious one for me. That is I love that. Out. And also understanding that if someone is a narcissist, they're not capable of actually changing. Mm -mm. They're not born that way, but they're made that way in childhood. And so I've done a lot of research on it. 
a lot, actually, because um, I'm going to do a whole series on narcissism. <gasps> Ooh, I can't wait. Ooh, yeah, it's yeah. going to be great. Just because I've been through a lot yeah. in regards to that specific topic. But they're made that way in childhood. And so they could seem like they're empathetic or seem like they understand you, but, oh but they don't. And so it no longer becomes about you wanting to change them or it's not necessarily like it's their fault that they're that way. Yep. It is what it is. And so you have to put boundaries in place. 100%. And protect yourself. And that is, yeah, it's, it's, and it's a hard one. narcissistic abuse is real and there's covert narcissists and there's a lot of different types of narcissists out there. And so, yeah, I, I'm That's right there outsie. with you. Big, big out for 2024. Fuck narcissists. Fuck narcissists. And, and people use the term narcissist very loosely these days. I, which I also don't like. I don't like, it's like using the word toxic. Yeah. There are actual toxic relationships and there are actual narcissists. There is an actual clinical description of what a narcissist is. Yeah. There's traits, there's characteristics. And if a certain amount align with that person, then sure, they can get the label. Yeah. But we use it. If you just don't like someone, they're like, they're a narcissist. narcissist. And you're like, no. No, no, Need no, Need a no. real narcissist yeah, and you're going to go, holy shit. Okay, you are out for me in 2024 is insomnia. <gasps> I wish. That's going to stick with me. Insomnia is out for me. I, I suffer from it. Mm-hmm. As you do, mm-hmm. but I want it to be out in 2024. And I so I want to focus on how do we get good sleep? I'm not sleeping with my phone in my hand when I go to mm. bed. I'm making sure I'm decompressing, doing a little meditation, maybe taking a nighttime edible, some cherry juice perhaps. I've heard that helps. Cherry juice. Cherry juice can help you sleep. What's an out for you? I said, I need to put out, I need to get this out, waiting to text people back. I tend to look at a text oh, wow. and then I read it and I go, Ooh. sick. That's cool. And then I won't text back. Not because I don't want to, but I'm trying to respond right away. Oh, did I just feel that? Yeah. Oh, you too? Same. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's that's not on my list, but not texting people back is out for me too. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is because we have ADHD and yeah. our brains are just moving a mile a minute and I have a lot of shit going on in my life and just life happens, whatever. I forget, but that's not an excuse. I need to prioritize yeah. and get back to these people. But I've left people on red, not intentionally. I just no. told you recently, yeah. like tonight, I was like, oh, I just did that to someone and I felt terrible about yeah. it. I got to work on that. Me too. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. It's very brave. <laughs> so brave of <laughs> You're you. So brave. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because people will take it personal or think that they did something wrong yeah. or, and they didn't. It's just sometimes I read it and I think that I replied, or sometimes oh, I respond in my head all the time mm-hmm. while I'm driving, or you know, I was about to go on a flight one time and I saw it and I was like, no, oh, there's no Wi Fi on this flight. So I was like, oh, I'll respond when I land. Four hours later, it's been a year. You free? <laughs> Not four hours later. It's been a year. Another out for me in 2024 mm-hmm. is J Lo. Jennifer Lopez is out. For me, and I say that because I know you dance for her. I know you love some Jennifer Lopez, Mm -hmm. but Jennifer Lopez for me, it's just out. I'm just not into it anymore. I've never, you know what? And people on this podcast know I've been over here, not on that Jennifer Lopez train. I respect the queen for hustling and dancing her ass off in a G-string and doing what she has to do in her 50s. She looks freaking incredible. And she has the money to look that amazing too. And she takes care of herself. She drinks her water. She doesn't drink alcohol. We love that. She's a Puerto Rican, right? She's mm-hmm. Puerto Rican queen. Mm-hmm. Love that. But I've heard too many stories about her from so many people by now. And everybody knows these stories now. There's hundreds, thousands of people that are like, 
Jennifer Lopez is treating me like if you're a victim of Jennifer Lopez, please stand up. Anyway, I just she doesn't have the best reputation, but for me, why it runs deep for J Lo. Mm-hmm. She was in the movie Selena. She starred in that movie, obviously. She played Selena, and everybody fell in love with J-Lo. And they thought all of our fellow Mexicanos out there were like, oh my God, Selena lives. And they pretty much look at her like the embodiment of Selena. And she took that and ran with it. And that's why I've always had a bit of an issue with her. One, she's Puerto Rican. They could have got a Mexican queen. There's a bunch of queens right here at Santee Alley. There's 50 Selenas we could have got for the role. That was already like controversial. By the way, this is from the 90s and I'm still talking about it. You are triggered. <laughs> like okay. it happened last week when she I played that role this. and I saw it in the theaters last Tuesday. <laughs> we're talking like t- over 20 years. Uh, no, I mean, I just look at it like they could have got someone different and it's fine. She killed the role. I loved. She did. Loved her in it. But I feel like she's, I think she's a fraud. I think J-Lo's a fraud. I don't think she's a nice person. I don't. I don't think she's a nice person. And I, I've i just, I've seen and heard too much and I could just feel a vibe. And so I'm just like, you're not Selena. Selena was an angel. She was actually very, yeah. very sweet to all her people. She was known as just being so kind. Mm-hmm. That's why people just gravitated and loved her. And she took that persona on and people just ran with it because they're like, you're basically Selena. And I'm like, yeah. no, she ain't. Yeah. She'll never be. Yeah. And so that's why <laughs> I just never really loved J-Lo, but I respect her. Mm-hmm. So J-Lo's out for 2024. Anything for you? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and out for me is especially on TikTok. <gasps> People have been writing on my stuff saying cringe or millennial core. <gasps> I hate <laughs> I hate millennial core so much. Millennial it is core. Triggering, <laughs> I feel like a grandma. Yo. Millennial core. I'm like, first off. Dare you. What does it even fucking mean? <laughs> okay. What does that even mean? Like I'm outdated because then I get in my head. And also, like, fuck you. Just fuck you. Let people live. I have one even worse than that. What? I had someone that was an intern for me. Okay. That was on set. And I said, can you play some music? Because I was using my phone. Yeah. And I was like, can you put on some music? She's like, sure. And I was like, um, she asked, what do you want to listen to? And I was like, I'm down for anything. I was like, maybe some like, some like cute, like Mariah, 90s Mariah or something like that. I don't know. Some easy. Yeah. It was a photo shoot. She's like, Sure. So she puts on her playlist and I go to her phone because I was like, oh, I love this song. I forgot what song it was, but I, I went to go look at her phone. I'm like, who sings this? And she's like, oh, my phone's over there. You could look. She's like, I have no idea. It's just a Spotify list. Her playlist was called Geriatric Millennial Playlist. I want a Geriatric off a Millennial Playlist? The geriatric. <laughs> It's so harsh. So offensive. It's so offensive and so harsh. Dial it back with a geriatric millennial. Don't give me millennial core. Don't give me geriatric millennial. It's the millennial core. It pisses me off. Cringe is rude too. Cringe is, yeah, which like, first off, okay, I'm about to get a little deep in here, right? You can call me, you can call me cringe, right? Sure. I get it to an extent. When people judge it makes me so sad because I'm like, oh, you are so trapped in yourself. You're mm-hmm. not happy with yourself and you don't understand how to have fun and just fucking let loose. Because first off, I know that whatever I post is very genuine. I'm never pushing anything. I'm never, I'm, I'm a weird fucking person. And yeah, I am the cusp of millennial. Okay. Yeah. 
fuck you. <laughs> but it's genuine and it's just like, it's weird and it's, it's just fun. Don't judge your art. Why can't people have fun? I don't know. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I'm all about leveling up with my low lifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers I'm obsessed with. These are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style, and I was able to save some money. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash lowlife to get free shipping and 365-day returns, quince.com slash lowlife. I have something that is out okay. that has to do with social media. Okay, what? What is out is curated feeds. Perfectly curated, beautiful feeds are out in 2024. You know what, though? I'm going to call myself out. Do it. I was the king of curated feeds. Mm. I loved like a beautiful, and for those of you who are like, what are you talking about? Curated feeds. Basically it's when you look at someone's Instagram and it looks like a beautiful Pinterest board of like, mm. everything's cohesive. All the colors kind of match. Like it is just a nice, pretty, perfectly curated exhibit, if you will. Some people will do it. Like there's apps that in any picture that you take, you can throw this filter on it and they'll all look like that same like autumn type filter mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And so everything just looks like very uniform, very perfect cohesive. Like you'll have a picture of like a rose and the next one could be like your family and the next one could just be like your nails. But everything again is in the same filter, mm. same sort of angle. It's like perfect looking. And so I, for a while thought- well, I like the way that looks. It's really clean. It looks pretty. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it looks like artsy kind of. And so I was into it. And so I had like this black, white, monochromatic. And I would, because I wanted the clothes to stand out as a fashion stylist. And so I would just make the clothes in a, like a pop of color. Which is smart. Yeah. I mean, it, it did look really pretty. Yeah. Hello. I did love it. But it was a lot of work. And also there were things that I would not want to post 
because it didn't fit in my feed. Ooh. I'm like, ooh, that's mm-hmm. a little too bright for my feed. Oh. Or that's just too much color. And yeah. so I was like, nah, I don't want that to be in my feed. Now I don't give a f- Hello. Perfect. I think not giving a f- and being completely authentic yes. is in for 2024. It's humanity. That for sure is in. <laughs> but I also think if that's what you want to do, even though it's an out for us, do you. Do you, boo-boo. Do you, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Because another thing that's out for me in 2024 is even though some things give me the ick, I'm casting out judgment for 2024. Oh my God, congratulations. That's still with me in 2024 a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> You know what? I'll still be a Judge Judy once in a while too. You know, there's moments that sometimes need it. Yeah. But if someone wants to post like 50 selfies or if they want to post, you know, a a ton of stories where it's like, you you know, when somebody has a long ass story on Instagram and you see it and it's like, I'm just like, oh, this is a, we're going into the depths. It's a doozy. Or they're at a concert and we're about to see like every song (laughs) that Taylor Swift is possibly going to sing. I don't mind it. I'm probably going to skip through it, whatever. But do you is what I'm getting at. If you want to post all the selfies and the tons of stories or whatever, it doesn't affect me. So I don't give a shit. Nobodycares.com is where I'm going to file that one. Absolutely. It's same with like the crying face and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah. (laughs) I get you, babe. (laughs) I get you. Oh my God. Do you have another out? It's a little bit of a tangent on what you were just talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to go on the tangent just really quick. Yes, please. The the judgmental part. I think there's a healthy dose of judgment, right? Because judging is literally just, it's judging. That's why there's judges for competition. It's, it's, it's opinions. So kind of not related. Jennifer Coolidge, one of my favorite things that she's ever said is someone her. asked her, Like, what do you do when you're feeling down or bad about yourself or you feel like you're not talented? I'm butchering this. This is not the exact quote. Paraphrase. It's fine. And she goes, I go and watch a really shitty movie with like untalented people in it. And I was like, fuck yeah. And that's a little bit of judgment, but you get to watch it and you go, oh, if they can do that, I can fucking do that. I love that. Yeah, right? So I'm, I think I might be talking about it in, maybe an out, maybe a maybe. Who fucking knows? But I don't know. I just watched a terrible rom-com. Which one? You got to say it. <laughs> yeah, I you do. You got to say the I rom-com. Because I'm sure so many people love it. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, Which one? It's the one with Glenn and Sydney Sweeney. Awful. <laughs> but again, that's my judgment. That's my opinion. But holy shit. So the movie is called Anyone But You. Okay, so here's an in. Going to watch bad shit to make yourself feel more confident. Yes. That's that's an in. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that like on social media, you'll put, so, we were just talking about this, but you'll put so much effort into making a video or something that's mm. showing your art form and you're really excited about it and you've edited this video and so much time, energy, love, effort went into making something. And let's say- you put it out there and it doesn't do that great. Yeah. You know, you get it gets some likes, but it doesn't get but then you go on Instagram, you fart in a trench coat. <laughs> I hate that that's your go-to. <laughs> and that blows up. You become viral <sighs> sensation. Britney Spears obsessed. <laughs> I've never related more to a queen. And you're just like, "What? It's frustrating." It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. It's frustrating. You know, no, f- 
this. Fuck social media. This shit's so fucking weird. Okay? Because I will work so hard on something. I will write something out. I'll film it nicely, whatever. Two views. <laughs> Two views and someone going, can you dance? Yeah. Can you do a dance Geriatric again? millennial. That. Thanks, millennial <laughs> <Right>? core. <laughs> and then I break a candle and yeah. people go, you're a fucking genius. You accidentally go, broke a candle. <laughs> Broke a candle. For context, yeah. weren't you in your living room with your beautiful coat mm -hmm. and you put the coat on and the candle was knocked over? Yeah, I was in my living room. I had my coat on, did a twirl. The coat gently grabbed the candle, pushed it on the ground. Broke Not planned, everywhere. obviously. Not planned at all. I like that candle. And then 3 million views Wow. on TikTok. Yeah. Meanwhile, with shit that I work on, people are like, no, no, no. Just Hard break past. shit and be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Feeling like a real artist right now. Does it make you want to try less? Like put less effort into it? Yeah, but I also don't like that. Yeah. Then every day I'm just like, let me just shit out something and be stupid. When in reality, like I want to make good projects. I am an artist. I've always been an artist. That's my heart. That's my soul. That's everything. But because of social media, it's made me very much not put a lot of effort into my art because I know no one likes it. <laughs> well, Seriously. Well, I, I don't think it's fair to say that nobody likes it. There are people out there like me who enjoy it. <gasps> I love you. You got your fellow millennial cores <laughs> who enjoy it. Fuck, man. <laughs> Getting old. All of us sucks. in our. I enjoy watching it from my convalescent home. <laughs> I see it. I'm in my wheelchair. I wheel right up and I watch your videos, baby. You get off the toilet with the handle on the side. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right. I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show. And so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. And they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy. The strawberry-flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan. Organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discreet packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. Is your New Year's resolution to find time-saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one? As a busy parent, I'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier. What is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024? Little Spoon. Little Spoon delivers fresh, healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid, delivered right to your door. 
Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers. Kids love it, and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. I love it. My kids love it. The grandparents love it. And I know all you lowlifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family, and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Social media is... It's all a lie. It's all a lie. And so I think people don't understand that. I feel like people are starting to. I think I TikTok so. has really shown a side of humanity for everyone. And I also think that famous people and actors are like these huge whatever. It's not really important anymore. I feel like there's not... It's not yeah. as like untouchable anymore. It's not. Which is also sad with art. Art is no longer... What like on a pedestal? It's no it's just longer not special anymore. Sacred, sacred, special, all those things, especially actors and stuff. Unless it's like a really hot boy, and all the girls are like, mm, sure, blah, but he's from Riverdale. But no one feels that way about actresses, like female actors. And, are you and kidding me? What's her who? name? What's her Sydney Sweeney? Rock and cleavage. All the guys are going nuts for her and but girls. It's also like a sex symbol. Type well, yes, yeah, sex symbol. That's what I'm saying. Like hot guy, hot girl. Yeah, they're both getting it. That was on one of my outs, by the way. What? Is Cleavage? Hiring actors who are just hot with no talent. Oh, I know. It bothers the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. It happens a lot, though. <laughs> oh, I know. Which, like, maybe I should get some plastic surgery. <laughs> no. I'm going to join well, it. But also, looks fade away. Yeah. Talent will always win. Authenticity and talent will always reign supreme mm -hmm. over Because looks fade and people get older and, like, you know, can't always rely on that. No. But I do wish that I had a moment where I was like, I'm the hot girl. You yeah. know what I mean? How fun would that I'm be? I'm the fixin'. Yeah, I'm a fuck everyone. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Fuck everyone, Haley. Oh my God. Ooh. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> this is sad. This is sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, that is, I've talked to multiple people about this where I think you and I have talked about it before too, where I'm really grateful that I live my life. You live your life. A lot of my friends live their lives uh, based off their personality and their heart. Yeah. Because that's lifetime. And I'm so thankful that I don't rely on my looks. But I do feel bad for the people who are relying on their looks and it causes them really low self-esteem and stuff because that must be really painful for them as well. Sure. That's a, had a good really sweet perspective because I'm like pretty privileged. <laughs> it's a thing. I, I have like a friend who is stunning. Yeah. They are stunning mm -hmm. and they hate it. 
they hate it because they know that people are sometimes only nice to them because they think they're really pretty and they want to hook look. up with them. And it's also, it's hard. Like yeah. being that pretty brings a lot of shallow people to you. That's true. I feel bad for that. Yeah. The the sword cuts both ways, no matter how you're looking. Right. If you're hot, I don't get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whether you're hot or you're an ogre, <laughs> it sucks is what we're getting at. It sucks. You know what? Life is hard. <laughs> yeah. Life is hard. Life's hard. No matter how you look, huh? Yeah. But I do think if you had the choice to look like Shrek or Sydney Sweeney, I'm going to take the pretty privilege. Yeah, all oh, day. Yeah. I love you. But I will say that outfit that you're rocking to the Mean Girls premiere, you are not giving Shrek. You are giving Sydney Sweeney, hot girl vixen. <laughs> you look gorgeous. You got thanks. legs for days. All thanks to you. You yeah, helped me I got to that. help very style thankful. you for that mm-hmm. one. Can we tell people what you're going to be doing? Yeah. Can we share it with the class? Let's let's share it up, baby. So can I, can I brag about you for a second? Because oh, you refuse to. Sure. Haley Fitzgerald oh, over here from Wisconsin, born in a dumpster in <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah has risen from the ashes and made a name for herself. And she actually is an incredible choreographer. She's extremely talented. And the reboot of Mean Girls, uh, which is written by Tina Fey, and she actually has hands-on for the new version as well. Mm -hmm. And so Haley spent five months on the East Coast filming the new Mean Girls, helping with the choreography. You did a bunch of stuff behind the scenes. You were actually in it. And mm. you got to work hand in hand with Tina Fey and her mm. whole team, production team. And she's flying to the premiere to go on the red carpet in New York. And she will be there <laughs> looking amazing. It's a big deal. But yeah. she's like, eh, it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody cares. I care. Everybody cares. That's you. really cool. Nice. It's very exciting. Yeah, and I'm so what a cool project to be part of. Amazing. Can I ask, was Tina Fey kind to work with? Oh. I love My her so much, God. Haley. Right. And they say never meet your heroes. Yes. Right. And I loved, thir- did you watch 30 Rock? Yeah. No, I've watched everything of anything Same. that she's in. Tina Fey I've is, always been a fan. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. But the never meet your hero thing does not have to do with her. She is the most grounded, kind, understanding, brilliant. She's so quick. Like I was in the creative process since day one. I assisted a choreographer, Kyle Hanagami. I assisted Kyle Hanagami and it was me, him, the directors and Tina and her husband, Jeff, for like two of the first months, like just all of us. So you got to really know them. Yeah. And they're such, and her husband is the best. Jeff and I are best friends. I love that man, but I love Tina. I'll never forget. So the first time that I met her, so we had been doing previses for the movie. Kyle, director, me, we've been doing previses, which previses are basically you shoot the movie, like directing. You you shoot all the shots beforehand. You just use other people other than the actors and stuff. And I played every role. I played Katie, Regina, Gretchen. Like Love it. Every single person. And so we filmed all those. And the first time that I met Tina, we were all in this room and it was all the like producers and executives. And we sat down to watch all the previses, which were like five of the songs doing all the things. And I was starring in all of them. So I'm like panicking. Cause I'm like, literally my, my work is going to be just like shown in front of Tina right now. And she's sitting right next to me and it played and she was like smiling and laughing. And she was looking at me and was like, great job. And 
She was into it. She was into it. And then I made a joke about one of the things in the script and she looked at me and she goes, that's funny. Like, that's really funny. And she started laughing. <laughs> I don't know. It was just such a cool moment. And then she put it in one of awesome. our, she put it in one of our outlines. She put it in the script. No way. Yeah. One of your jokes. Yeah. And like a lot of my ideas have been a part of this movie and it just feels really cool. And she's such a good person, but she would, she's also the type of person that if like a PA said a joke down the hall, she'd be like, I love that. And she'd put it in the script. Yeah. Like I really do think that she's more of like a community. Everyone helps each other. And I, I love that Yeah, so much. What a cool experience to be part of that. So thankful. I'm so thankful. So it was four or five months of your life. Almost five. Yeah. And when did you film this? Like when did it wrap and now it finally came out? Right. So we started working on it. January 2nd is when I moved to New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Thought it was going to be New York. It was New Jersey. Which... Yeah. I went to your farewell Shocking. party. She's going away to the East Coast, New Yay! York, City Slicker, Manhattan. Here she comes. It was Persephone. It was New Jersey. It was Jersey. She was in Hoboken. Yeah. Outskirts. There's an Arby's and an Applebee's. Oh, not even. It was just an Applebee's. Got it. I'm pretty sure. It was great though. So we moved out there January 2nd or 3rd and we were working on it, just choreography team and director team for two months. And then we started filming end of February and then we ended May 7th, something around those lines. So we were out there for that long and I was on set every single day. It was just wonderful. Everyone's wonderful. Every single person is wonderful, yeah. a part of it. It was a family. We also worked in the high school the whole entire time. Like everyone's offices were in the school. Oh, that's cool. Were any of the original cast members part of it? There might be. Well, Tina's definitely in it. We all know that. Like, yeah. She's she's in it. And I'm so glad that she's playing her original character. I'm so, oh, I'm so happy about that. You saw Tim in the trailer. Like it's just, it was so cool to meet all of them. They're great. Yeah. How was it you hanging out with Lindsay Lohan? You know what's sad though? What? Is I was sick that day. Oh, on the Lindsay Lohan day? Damn it. Didn't get to meet her. Oh, Didn't get to meet her. God. That was so sad. What is your favorite takeaway from getting to work with Tina Fey? Oof. I think being so inspired on so many levels. I think I was inspired for two main reasons. Well, multiple, but the two main ones that I gathered for me was the fact that it was that community setting and she really listened to people and she's so famous. She's so talented. She's, she's up there with, the, she's an icon, you know what I mean? But she still listens to people and she's grounded. Her husband's grounded, her family's grounded. And that was nice for me to know because I've met a lot of famous people in my life. I've met so many fucking famous people in my life and a lot of them have been fucking assholes because they just have this ego that makes them think they're so above people and it's so upsetting to see. And she really knocked that all down for me. So oh, it's kinda, awesome. Yeah, like come to light with that. And then also just like her brilliance. We were in, I think it was just the directors, Kyle, me and Tina. And we were talking about this, this moment in the thing. And ju she just came up with something so quick and we just laughed so hard. And it's just crazy how quick she is. Yeah. Like she's very talented and she works very hard at it, but it was yeah. just, no, no, it was just so cool. Being around so that chill. energy is everything. Everything. Yeah. Creatively, it everything. feeds the soul, baby. It really does. She's a great, she's a great human being. And I was so happy that that's, that was the scenario. I hope you guys get to work together again. I think Me that would too. be awesome. Me too. I mean, you get along great with her, her husband. You got to have this experience. I'm sure like, yeah. 
2024. What's in is Haley working with Tina Fey. <laughs> yeah. That's Haley crazy. doing yeah. more work with Tina Fey. No, because she has great projects. And I think she has her own production company too, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And so she's doing great things in this world. She's making people laugh. And that's exactly what you're doing too. I love you. You're making people laugh. You're putting smiles on people's faces. And I was talking to you earlier about why you don't talk about politics. I know that's a point of issue for some of your followers. Mm-hmm. People are like, why aren't you talking about what's happening in Palestine? Right. Or why aren't you talking about the war? Whatever it could possibly be. There's always something going on in the world. 100%. It's filled with devastation and sadness. And I've had the same sort of pressure. I think you get a little bit more than I do. Mm. Because people, for the most part, pretty much leave me alone with stuff like that. And I actually do speak out a lot about politics. Yeah, you do. You do. Because on this podcast, like I've done political episodes, or I'll talk about it on social media. But anyway, you brought up a really good point about people who don't dive into politics or maybe don't want to talk about something that's very polarizing. Yeah. And I love what you said about that because it's such an artistic perspective <laughs> and it's from a true creative. You basically were like, Lo, I don't talk about that because I'm on this planet. I want to make people laugh. I want to make them feel good. I want them to escape. I want people to feel like they can escape with me. Yeah. And that's exactly what you do with Thank your you. social media. That's exactly what you do with your art is you yes. help people to escape and you inspire people just yeah. like Tina does with you. That's what you do with people too. I love you. And so we need some escapism once in a while. Yeah. This podcast could get heavy once in a while, but you know what? Sometimes hey. you got to keep it light. Hey. And talk about anal. Yeah, that's when I, every day. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to have a good little TikTok moment yeah. where you're farting in your trench and you're hitting a candle over. Why do you keep saying farting in my trench, man? <laughs> you're like, it wasn't that shitty. Oh my God. It was actually some comedic timing to it. Jesus. Don't just act like I you ripped farting in your trench. I'm All like, Haley does that's over who here. That's I am, babe. That's who I am. To a C. Crop dusting over here. <laughs> love it. I love you so much, Haley. Thank you. you for being here. At the podcast, listeners love you. I love you. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Because I want to make sure everybody follows your ass because you're the best person to follow. I love you. Let's follow your Ooh. geriatric millennial yeah. core. Oh, for <laughs> sake, man. Where can they get some Haley doses Instagram here? is Haley Fitzgerald, H-A-L-E-Y. It's the same with TikTok, I think. Oh, it's Haley Fitzgerald on TikTok. It's Haley Fitzgerald. YouTube is Hi, I'm Haley. Yeah. And then honestly, just look up like Haley Fitzgerald, dumb fuck, and <laughs> that, that'll that find you some things. Yeah, and I think it's great. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. So next week's episode, it's going to be so freaking good. We are diving into the curious case of Natalia Grace. Have you seen this documentary? you watched it, it's on HBO Max and Discovery Plus. It is a wild story. I had so many listeners message me saying, Lo, you got to watch this. This story is going to blow your mind. And it is very hard to floor me these days. Takes a lot to floor me (laughs) because I watch so many crime docs. I'm all about a good crime documentary, as is one of my best friends in life, Haley Arantia. She is my crime documentary expert. If there is a serial killer, if there is a cannibalism story, if there's some wild shit that's going on in the world and they make a documentary about it, Haley Arantia is the first one to watch it and she'll give me a really good review, thumbs up or thumbs down. And this is one of those stories. She was like, Lo, buckle up. You're in for a ride on this one. It is a fucked up, crazy story that will floor you. 
So there's 12 episodes because it's two seasons. Season one is six episodes. Season two is six episodes. Each one is about 45 minutes. If you end up watching it, that would be amazing because we're going to be recapping it, of course. And so you could follow along with us. If you have no plans on watching this documentary, because I understand it's a bit heavy, but most documentaries, crime documentaries are a bit heavy. But if you don't want to watch it, that's okay too, because we're going to be recapping it. There's going to be lots of spoilers, of course, because we're basically telling the story. But if you haven't seen it, you'll feel like you've seen it after listening to these episodes that we're going to drop next week, (laughs) because we are covering everything and anything about this documentary. It's one of those stories that is so captivating and weird, and it's a very hot topic right now. A lot of people are talking about this documentary because it just dropped into the world a few weeks ago. And so people are watching it and everybody's talking about it. And so I had a couple other episodes planned and I'm pushing those episodes to make room for Natalia Grace. This is one of those stories that is very similar to the Gypsy Rose situation. It's kind of like that vibe, just to give you a little teaser. So let me know your thoughts. If you've already started watching The Curious Case of Natalia Grace, you could DM me. Or of course, it always goes down in the Low Life Facebook group. I love the Facebook group. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, treat yourself, my kings and queens. You will not be disappointed. It's an opportunity for me to get to know you a bit better too. I'm always in the Facebook group. I love to get feedback from my listeners. And so check out the Facebook group. Also follow us on Instagram. The Low Life Podcast has an Instagram page. We post funny memes. There's giveaways, gifts from our sponsors. And it's an opportunity for me to say thank you for listening to this podcast and supporting it. I love doing this show. This podcast has changed my life and I'm having so much fun doing it. I know we're growing this community and we're building it into something great. We have over 109 countries that are listening to this podcast and it's continuing to grow. So I'm just so thankful to even have this opportunity to do this because this podcast would literally be nothing without you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends. If you can take a moment right now, just hit the subscribe button. Follow this podcast. It really helps us with our numbers, the analytics. It helps with getting us sponsors. It's a game changer. And the best thing you could do for a podcast that you enjoy listening to is to leave a review on Apple Podcast. These reviews are make it or break it moments for the podcast. The more reviews, the better. And so I love to get feedback from you as a listener. I want to hear you. I want to hear what you liked about the show. If there's anything you want me to improve or change, what's a takeaway that you had from this episode? What's a takeaway that you had from past episodes? What's something that you love about the show? Is there anything you want me to change about it? Do you want me to change up the intros or the outros or whatever it could be? Is there a guest you want me to have on, someone that you're obsessed with right now that you would love to hear on this podcast? Because now we're at a place where we could actually get some of these people to come on the show. We've had some incredible guests and we can continue to have amazing guests because of you. So again, thank you for taking the time to leave that review on Apple Podcast. Make sure you take a screenshot. When you leave a review, take a screenshot of it and then send it to Style LVR or the Low Life Podcast Instagram because I might just be sliding into your DMs and sending you a little something, something from the Low Life Gifting Suite. I love to pick people, get their address, and send them a gift from our sponsors. There's gift cards. There's shit you didn't know you need from Amazon that I'm obsessed with going into 2024. Free shit. Who doesn't love gifts going into the new year? So if you want a chance to win a little something, something, all you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcast. Give the show five stars, subscribe to it, and send a screenshot to my Instagram page so that I know you left the review and then I could get your address. 
I want to shout out some lowlifers who took the time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, the backbone of this shit show. Thank you so much for leaving reviews. First one up is coming in hot from at Trooper Kurt. Trooper Kurt writes, can't get enough of Haley Fitzgerald, five stars. She is so genuinely sweet and funny. Thank you. Oh, that's a really sweet review. And we can't get enough of Haley Fitzgerald either. Absolutely adore this queen and cannot wait for her to come back on the show. She is always welcome to be back here at the podcast. Do you have any topics that you want me to dive into with Haley Fitzgerald? Because she has such a sick sense of humor, dark and twisted like myself. And so <laughs> if there's something that you want us to dive into, let us know. Please let us know in the review section of Apple Podcast. Next review is coming in hot from at Morgan Rochel, M-O-R-G-A-N-R-O-C-H-O-L-L. Morgan Rochel. Did I say that right? Morgan Rochel. I think <laughs> I think it's Rochel. Morgan writes, another great listen, five stars. I love this show. I always feel like I'm just hanging out with the bestie and having the greatest time whenever I listen. I love you, Lo. She gave me little pink hearts. Thank you for that, Morgan. I feel the exact same way when it comes to doing this podcast. It's me hanging with the bestie, getting to be here with you and podcast and talk about things that I'm curious about, things that you're curious about. I love it so much. All right, we have time for one more review. This one is coming in hot from Kendra. Kendra writes, please do an episode on the curious case of Natalia Grace. Five stars. Low. I'm a longtime listener, and I started watching The Curious Case of Natalia Grace after you mentioned it on the podcast this week. Oh my gosh, can you please do a recap on this episode? This is freaking crazy, and the scene of the dad and the son eating popcorn from the popcorn machine is sending me. <laughs> oh my God, I know. Oh, it was so awkward. Such an awkward scene. I live for it. <laughs> I could not believe that was going down. Like that whole dynamic is so bizarre to me. She said, I'd love to hear your commentary. Yes, queen. Oh yeah. You're about to hear it. Wish granted. Ask and you shall receive queen. We're going to do a deep dive into the curious case of Natalia Grace next week. That's what we'll be doing. Love that you started watching that Kendra. Hopefully you got through it. If you haven't, that's okay. Hopefully you get through it by next week because we're about to have some spoilers. And on that note, I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead. Maybe take some edibles. Watch The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. Take a power shower. Enjoy some bone broth. Maybe pour yourself a delicious glass of wine. But don't forget to drink your water, puta. <laughs> I know you're thirsty. <laughs> we, we love, love you. you. And we're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.